0: Hello fans, viewers, and listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Inside Podcast. I'm your co-host today, Rain Cruz, also known as Ringside Rain, ring announcer for Up Next Fighting. And today, along with Timmy B, we will talk to an undefeated UFC featherweight fighter, discuss what the heck is the PFLW, PFL buying Bellator League, and a whole lot more. So what are we waiting for? Tim, hit it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast.
1: Guest today is an undefeated hot prospect now in the flyweight division of the UFC after securing yet another first round finish in his debut just two weeks ago at UFC Luque versus Dos Anjos. Now 6-0 with six first round finishes as a pro after going 4-0 with four first round finishes as a pro. As an amateur, uh, the Midwest Chopper was found on Dana White's looking for a fight and is not looking back. Honestly, he wasn't that hard to get as a guest on this show because we've had his girlfriend twice on the show, the killer Alexa Culp. So thank you very much, Alexa, for hooking us up. And everybody, please welcome to the podcast,
0: the Midwest Chopper, Isaac. Hey, let's go.
2: There yeah. it is. What's going on, Isaac? Nothing, man. Just out here, beautiful Paola, Kansas, uh, enjoying some time off with my family and, uh, stuff like that. Just hanging out.
1: Very nice. My friend, uh, your background looks so beautiful. It looks like it's a green screen. Like it looks like that is fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I, beautiful out here.
1: yeah, I might need you to run out into the field and like touch some of those trees to prove that it's bit real. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I we'll can do, do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, Isaac, first thing, you know, congratulations on your win, obviously, incredible. But I wanted to ask you if you're upset at one thing. As I'm going through your record, uh, ten wins now, six as a pro, four as an amateur. All first round finishes, you go submission, knockout, submission, knockout. It was was a perfect, like, perfect. Submission, knockout It was a perfect pattern. And now, two weeks ago, you get a knockout, which ruined the flow. You've now gone <laughs> knockout, knockout. Yes, sir. How How disappointing is that, Isaac? And are you, know, are you really upset at that?
2: Oh, man, I took a year and a half off. So uh, I had to get back in somehow. And what better way to do it than a knockout, you know? Let's restart the pattern, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll restart the pattern. Maybe now you'll go knockout, knockout, submission, submission, knockout, yeah, knockout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just do For something sure. different uh Isaac you are the Midwest Choppa as in as a uh, homage to this name we're going to play a little bit of a game with you to get things started here on the podcast and so rain is going to ask you three skill testing questions these are tough but each question relates to choppa so okay. there are three questions we'll see how well you do rain let's do
0: it all right here you go question number 1 in what movie did schwarzenegger scream get to the chopper
2: oh lord ah that's an old movie the movie might be older than me
1: oh it is older than you my friend
2: (laughs) dude what movie is that get to the chopper i know which movie it is i just don't know the title well
1: (laughs) if you know who he's fighting then you know the name of that title I'm going to have to pass.
2: I don't
1: know that one. Oh, no, no. This was the easiest question, Isaac. You're in it's for some trouble.
2: It I don't is, watch a lot of movies. Oh, yeah, Predator.
1: Predator. All right. There we go. Okay, Predator. All right. The questions only get worse from here. I right. tried. You're in big trouble. Rain, question number two. <laughs>
0: okay, number two. Which WWE wrestler in the 90s used a finisher named the Tomahawk Chop? I oh, don't
2: know. That sounds like something from Kansas City. There you go. That was
1: that was too easy. That was too easy. But there was a wrestler in the what was it nineties?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. 90s. In the nineties. In the nineties.
1: He would come oh. off the top rope. Boom. Rain, do you know uh, the answer?
0: Actually, no. It. I'm like trying to think about oh, it wow. too.
1: Oh my <laughs> goodness. This this podcast is starting horribly, Isaac. It That's is bro. Tatanka.
2: Yeah, okay. Oh, come on now. Did I ain't you, never do, seen that guy
1: in my life. <laughs> you never saw Tatanka? He was one of the greatest, man. Alright. Okay, I'm thinking this one you might get. I'm thinking this one you might get, Isaac. Rain, number three.
0: Number three. Third time is a charm. Here we go. This reality TV show in the early 2000s starred a father and son making custom motorcycles.
2: Custom motorcycles. Hot rod. <laughs> The title
1: has chopper in it.
2: Oh, um, let's see. You got this.
1: The country you're in, the country you're in, followed by the word chopper.
2: U.S. Chopper. No, <laughs> American. It's is American, yeah. China,
1: Isaac. American. He was
0: close, though. He was close.
1: Yeah, very (laughs) close. Give it to you. We'll give you a half point there. Maybe a half point for the Schwarzenegger because you said you knew the movie. All right, not too bad. Not too
2: bad, Isaac. I'm not great with names. I get punched in the head for a living.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Isaac, you seem like such a good guy, man. Oh, I do want to say congratulations to you for killing it in your post-fight speeches. I did did message Alexa at the time. You gave her lots of love, man, talking about your relationship and stuff like that. Uh, how important was that for you to make sure that you shouted out your dear Alexa Culp and and all the help that you guys uh, have done together?
2: Oh man it's super important because she she covers half of my camp you know Uh, she's making sure I was eating right at the right time cooking my food all while I didn't know she was pregnant so like uh, she's going through a lot and still showing up every day and really making sure that everything was in place for me to be successful so that was a big thing for me and uh super grateful for that to have that
1: it's crazy did you did she know she was pregnant and not tell you
2: yes sir
1: get out was that so that you wouldn't uh stress out
2: yeah just so i didn't have more things on my plate before i fought oh my Um, goodness that's i was already making i was already making a ufc debut so you have a lot of things going on with that um and that was just one less thing to have on my plate i guess
1: wow that's incredible so how long how long did she know like six before? weeks i think. wow oh, wow that's a lot of time man <laughs> to keep it from you as a secret so then how did she break the news to you
2: uh afterwards she had a little setup in my camper when we got back and had a little card and her tests and stuff like that
1: ah uh, that's beautiful man well congratulations congratulations to both of you that's going to be incredible uh that baby will be born with like at least a blue belt right like how does that work out (laughs)
2: yeah
1: uh isaac one of the questions that we had from um people online when i fight with people online all the time and uh it was and i want to ask it to you and i'm going to ask all the pro fighters from now on right so we can get a, a general consensus on this do you prefer to be uh classified as a prize fighter, like a savage prize fighter or a professional athlete?
2: Man, um, I mean, I hold myself professionally, but I don't do this to be uh, a cool fighter. Like I don't do it for clout or uh, to get likes on my Instagram page or anything like that. I do it to make money, support my family and to live a good life, you know? So I'm cool with both of them. I am a prize fighter. I wanna fight for money. I wanna get paid. But also, I do carry myself professionally in the sport and uh, don't want to be looked at anything different.
1: Yeah. There you go, Rain. I like that answer. Being the first guy that answers that question, Isaac, I like that answer. Because, Rain, that that's the angle I'm taking on this, right? That these guys are professionals and these guys are professionals. They conduct themselves accordingly. It's all in line with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good answer, Isaac. Uh, you did to lead into this though. You, I saw in another interview you did. You were saying about, you know, mm-hmm. I don't party. I don't mess around. I'm not. I'm not screwing around. I don't. I like how you even said I don't pamper myself at the UFC PI. You're just mm-hmm. like, no. I just focus on my stuff and I do what I got to do. Can you expand on that a little bit?
2: Well, I was, I was basically just saying that those guys that live in Vegas, they have everything that they could possibly want. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a great thing, you know, I, you can't knock it, but um, they have everything they could possibly want, and I'm out here, you know, I did that last camp, I had no therapy, no massages other than Alexis, no, like, professional <laughs> massages, uh, no, I don't Didn't. Don't even have an ice bath, anything like that, so, like, um, I have to pay to go get those things, and it's something that I wasn't, didn't have the money for at the time, so, um, but yeah, man, th- those guys have everything they wanted, so they have to me it makes you a little softer when you have everything at your disposal uh when you're a little more rugged and you don't have all that stuff it really comes down to a lot of mental mental toughness and stuff like that so i think that's where i have an advantage
1: yeah that's cool man like that's yeah rain because uh it reminds me of like rocky and uh Drago when they switch places, right? And Rocky's training in the mountains and n- none of that scientific stuff, mm-hmm. none of the fancy stuff. You're just doing like the grit, like the grinding and the grit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Isaac, that is awesome for you, man. I do want to get to a bunch of fan questions because we've got a ton for you, my friend. Uh, there's a, so I want to rhyme these off because I do sometimes I, I miss a lot of the fan questions. I feel bad. So, but for you, I'm going to get to them. Uh, Tony's tote and X, ex- Lucas 162. They both had similar questions. Talking about your Armenian background, they're saying, are you going to ever come to the octagon with the Armenian flag?
2: Uh, It's something that I do want to do. Um, I spoke with a couple people about this. Uh, I was born in Kansas City, so like out here in the country. So, And I don't speak Armenian, but I am proud of that part of my heritage, my lineage, and I do want to represent it. So um, if you take a close look, I was wearing an Armenian mouth guard that fight um, they won't allow you to have a flag come out with a flag or anything like that anymore uh, some people ruined that in the past but uh yeah man I, I don't know if i'm gonna switch it for my fights but it's something that i do uh i am proud of and i do want to represent whether it's um with my mouth guard or outside of the fight on instagram or whatever
1: yeah that's awesome man i didn't know that about the mouth guard what is it is it the flag that's on there or what
2: yeah yep Oh,
1: very cool nice. man
2: yeah very Don't cool Very. Cool.
1: well look at the rate that you fight like we were talking before the podcast started like you're fighting like some some years you said six times in a in a year you're saying that you want to go on to fight very active every now and then maybe you can switch up the flag on the uh on the ufc stuff you know you'll get a different color palette you can use
2: oh yeah definitely there in my disposal i just didn't want to be looked at as like uh like a poser or some, something like that. Like, hey, I'm doing this for for the fans, you know, because I don't speak Armenian and I just want them all to know that. And like, no, I was born here, but I am proud of that part of my heritage.
1: Yeah, you know, dude, well, you got a lot of love and support, man, coming into the podcast about you and your Armenian background. So people obviously know and they're, and they're happy for you, man. So that's awesome. And I like and like the answer. And hey, if it's on the mouth guard, that's okay. awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Derek.ark, who do you want to fight the most?
2: Who do I want to fight the most? I mean, I want to fight eventually, not right now, but eventually I want to fight the top guys. So, uh, mm-hmm. the Holloways and the Volks of the world, uh, I want to fight people like them, the um, people like that. I need more experience before I fight them, but, you know, I do train with people of that caliber every day. So, uh, I know I'll be there very soon.
1: Yeah, damn straight you will, man. You're putting on clinics uh let's see next question is (laughs) i'm hoping this one was for me actually but i think it's directed towards you it's uh j23 dot underscore dot underscore what's your paypal you won me some big money g i gotta return the favor
2: (laughs) hey everyone was making money if you believed in me you made some money if you didn't you, you lost the whole bag
1: yeah man uh so yeah, okay. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this guy's Instagram so you can send him your PayPal and uh see if this guy sends you some money.
2: Hey, I'll uh, put it out here. It's Isaacdelgarion at gmail.com. Tap in.
1: There you go. Isaac Delgar Isaac at gmail.com.
2: Yes, sir.
1: All right, just funnel your money to dear Isaac. Now uh Connor Adams, will you keep heel clicking on these bums?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, you know everyone's got their little celebration. I think mine's one of a kind. Uh, you haven't seen it in MMA before, so uh, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do like it. Rain, you would have seen it on our Instagram story when we're asking for questions on Isaac. But after he wins, he runs around, jumps up, and does the double heel click in the air. I mean, it was <laughs> it was beautiful. I thought I was watching uh, you know some dancing competition. Isaac, where does that come from, my friend?
2: Uh, I did it once as a, I think it was like my third pro fight. Uh, I did, like, I don't really ever plan celebrations. It's just one of those things that happen. And uh, it was pretty cool. You get that picture of me flying through the air.
1: Yeah, it was perfect, man. And I swear that the UFC, you know, people in the production trucks must have loved it because they showed it like 10 times over, like every different angle we could get, you know, so it was a good one. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it was yeah, it was really good, man. Uh, let's go. We'll get one more before we get to some other stuff. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Kevin Rosas two 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 says, "How did you feel when you first stepped into the UFC cage? How did that feel, my friend?"
2: Oh man, I felt so good. Uh, I felt like I owned the room and like the cage is mine. Um, as soon as I made that walk, everything switched for me, and I was in that uh competitive mindset that. I've always been in, in all my competitions, so I felt really good. Um, a lot of people were telling me that it was gonna, I was going to get nervous and this, that, and the other, and I was extremely calm, um, not worried about the outcome. You know, I know losing a possibility in this sport, but I was solely focused on performing to the best of my ability, and when that happens, I'm going to win.
1: Yeah, of course, man. Just so much confidence, Rain. This guy, you're not going to break this, man. He's uh, confident.
0: Yeah. That's like a mic drop moment for him. You know, I don't care what the outcome is but I know my capabilities. So that's, that's really nice. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it's good. Isaac, I'll keep you for a couple more questions. Rain, do you have anything for Mr. Isaac Delgarian before? Yeah.
0: So, uh, um, I have two questions for you. Um, first would be, you know, you're not even 30 yet. You're a young guy, you know, but you already know what you want to do with your life. You know, not all young people know what they want to do with their lives. Um, So for you, when did you realize that this is your path, that being a fighter is your path?
2: Uh, So I noticed it probably like my freshman year in high school, Mm -hmm. um, I knew I wanted to be a fighter, uh, but I I didn't want to leave wrestling yet because I still had so much to accomplish there and stuff like that. So I talked to my cousin who's a fighter as well, L.C. Davis. He cornered me in this last fight uh, and all my other fights previous. I talked to him and he was like, hey, man, go win you some national titles in wrestling and then (laughs) MMA will always be there. You know, it'll always be there for you. You'll still be young enough to to transition. And, you know, I got into college, made the NCAA finals as a true freshman, like 18 years old Mm -hmm. and um, was winning the whole match against someone that I really respected and was known in the sport and then got tossed in this beautiful toss um, and ended up losing the match. Anyways, I went on for about two more years trying to compete, and everything just wasn't lining up for some reason or another. And that's kind of when I decided, like, hey, this isn't working. I'm going to start fighting. And so I literally moved back to Kansas City. And that first day, I joined Glory MMA. Um, I think it was, like, June 1st, 2019, I believe. Um, And ever since then, everything's looked up, you know. Everything's gotten better in my life. I wasn't a broke college kid anymore. I was actually making money teaching private lessons and uh just doing doing what i wanted to do not what i was told i was supposed to do wow Love amazing it. like yeah. you're
0: like led to this path and you found your purpose that's amazing mm-hmm. um my other question is uh for you and alexa how do you guys motivate each other
2: to just being there for each other like because with the sport comes a lot of it comes a lot of up and downs like there's some days where like for example, I, I'm not able to show up like I should and just because I'm exhausted and this, that and the other. And, you know, she's always there for me in those moments. She's always putting, giving her best effort when I can't and same vice versa, you know. So um, just helping each other out, always being there and uh, knowing that we got each other through whatever's going on. That's
1: so fun. beautiful. There's another mic drop moment. I know. <laughs> uh isaac make sure that you save this podcast for your baby to watch when he's of age because you know to hear these beautiful things coming out from you like about alexa and about your relationship and stuff it's really beautiful man it's it's really really good stuff
2: thank you thank you i noticed you said i'm hoping so too
1: oh sorry yes i was uh yeah 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 of course no i don't know um (laughs) let's see uh, let me get to a final question that I ask all my guests, Isaac, but, uh, before I do, is there anything that you wanted to say or, or get out specifically on the podcast? I forget if I asked if there's anything that you wanted me to say or ask you beforehand.
2: I just want everyone to tune into my upcoming fights, you know, follow me on Instagram. I'm super, uh, active on there and, uh, kind of post about my life the most on there. Uh, got a few big things coming up, a honey harvest coming up, um, for my bees here soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that, and then uh, more fight news will be coming very soon.
1: Wait, uh, what's a bee? What did you say? A bee harvest?
2: Yeah, honey
0: harvest. Honey harvest. So, honey harvest. Yeah. Okay. So I'm
2: a hobby, not a not a professional, but I beekeep as a hobby, and every year I get seventy to 140 pounds of honey, just depending on the year.
1: Damn. So,
2: Yeah, they're out here at my grandparents. um, That's part of the reason why I had to come back out here from Colorado is I got to take care of the bees and stuff like (laughs) that. Wow.
1: That's awesome, man. Now, can people buy your honey, or how does this work out?
2: Yeah, you can buy it. I normally just uh, post, like, a story or something, and by the time I post it, it's damn near sold out. So um, I don't have, like, a website or anything for it yet. Probably next year we'll have that up and going, but for now it's just word of mouth. Uh, and people close to me are buying it and buying all of it.
1: Very cool, man. That's awesome.
2: amazing. God damn. I got to move to
1: Kansas City to be near uh, near some honey, you know. Uh, Isaac, I did want to just quickly say, too, before I get to my question, though, it's funny because you mentioned, like, hey, you you signed up with Glory MMA and fitness. And, of course, mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about this on the podcast when some whole dramas happened there and stuff like that. I'm so happy sure. when I see the former fighters of Glory MMA doing such great things you know, so I'm very proud of you, man. And, and, and congratulations on all your success. You're going to keep hey. kicking ass. You'll keep coming on the podcast. We'll keep, uh, you know, talking about bees and stuff like that, you know?
2: Do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's been a long road. It's been a long road, man. Lots of change, lots of change in my life and stuff like that. But you know, you got to learn to roll with them and, and keep it moving, keep it pushing. And, uh, like I, I made that move out to factory and, you know, everything's been good. It's a little bit different. It's hard being away from Kansas City. But uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's for the better for me to to become the best.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Okay, I'm going to ask you the last question before I let you go. I'm sorry for keeping you a little bit long. Uh, it's a question that my mom used to ask me all the time growing up throughout my life. Like almost every day she'd ask me this, Isaac. So I'm going to ask you, on a scale of 1 to 10, Isaac Delgarian, how happy are you? Uh, probably
2: seven, seven, eight. I'm pretty happy. Everything's good. You know, uh, yeah, everything's good, man. I just I'm trying to keep fighting, trying to make some money and, you know, solidify my name in the sport. Uh, But other than that, everything in my personal life is, is going very well right now. So I can't be any more blessed for that.
1: Good, good. And so can I ask because you say all these positive things, you say everything good, but then you're only a seven. Can I ask what the where are you leaving yourself room for?
2: And I'm trying to get paid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So it's the money situation once you get like financially set, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, once the financials are good, everything will be aligned, everything will be perfect. Uh all right. can't be can't be any better after that, man. All right,
1: all right. Every, well
2: I got everything I mean, else covered.
1: Well, I mean, after you message J twenty three dot underscore dot underscore with your <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> You might, you might be a 10, man. I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, Isaac Delgarian, it was a pleasure to meet you, my friend. Man, you kicked ass. I was so happy to see you. I love that you had Alexa in your corner as well. Um, it was good to see her there kicking ass. Congratulations on the baby. I'm sure your baby's going to be a, a wonderful addition to the family. You, the, Alexa, the two dogs, the RV. It's, uh, it's getting pretty packed, my friend.
2: It's getting hectic. Life it's is crazy. Get...
1: <laughs> it is. And the, bees. <laughs> and the bees. Yeah, I mean yeah, the bees stay outside <laughs> hopefully, but yeah, the bees are there too. Yeah. Isaac, I got
2: I got two dogs, but I got 30,000 bees, so. <laughs> I Got a lot of pets.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. Can you can you before we let you go, can you just name your 30,000 bees? Go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're all named little bees. Little <laughs> bee. All right,
1: all right. Good name. Uh, Isaac, thank you so much, my friend. Have a wonderful day. Say hi to thank Alexa you, for us, and uh, we'll see you soon.
2: Always, man. I appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, Congratulations Take care. again. Yes, see you. sir. Bye-bye. bye
1: All righty. There's the man. Can you believe he didn't know that she was pregnant? I know. That's crazy. That's pretty cool. That's pretty And it neat. must
0: have been hard for Alexa to keep that as a secret for six <laughs> weeks. Like six weeks. How do you Can keep
1: you that? <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine? So I, like, so
0: excited to like to let him know, but she's like, eh. yeah,
1: like you want to share that? I mean, but you know what? That's the true uh, sign that she is a fighter as well, mm-hmm. right? That she would yeah. know mm-hmm. because I bet you, I'm gonna guess that like probably if your wife was not a fighter that she may have told you thinking like, Oh, this may motivate my husband or this may like make things happier or whatever. But she probably is like, "Mm, I don't know. It could go either way. Let me just like not stress him out right now. So yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of pressure, but, uh, ah, that's awesome. I'm so happy for him. What a good guy. I know now there was a little bit of buzzing when he would talk.
0: Now we know it's the bees.
1: It might have been bees. <laughs> but it's <laughs> because he's outside, right? So it's the picking up the just the general beautiful. I mean, that background is ridiculous. Give I me know. A break. Yeah, gorgeous, beautiful. gorgeous. I mean, I there's
0: 30,000 bees. I mean, so it's it's probably yeah. them saying hi. They it, it wanted is. one flight inside podcast.
1: Yes, they made it Who to the podcast. Who wouldn't want icon. to be here? Oh, pun intended. <laughs> uh all right so i do want to say of course if you're here because of isaac delgarian thank you so much for watching please do follow and subscribe to us we're here down on instagram at fight and sight podcast i did put uh for those listening i did put isaac's instagram down uh, on the screen it's scrolling but if you're on audio only it's at isaac underscore delgarian or just find it in the show notes i'll put it there of course next week on the podcast rain he just fought a couple days ago in shanghai ufc shanghai garrett armfield he got a first round uh tko stop it or no first round knockout beautiful beautiful fight i was messaging him right after the fight i didn't know this dude but he looked like a great guy and i was like hey man would you come on the podcast i think he was still in shanghai and he's like yeah let's set it up so uh another Very quick turnaround for, you know, from a winning fight to coming on the podcast. I'm very excited to meet these guys. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How crazy. I think this kid is from, I want to say Missouri, which I guess would be close to Isaac, I think. I think Uh, so. I think that's where he's from. I apologize if he's not. But anyways, to travel to the other side of the world, to Shanghai, right? Fight in a big stadium you know, and then kick ass there. Whew, it was beautiful. So very happy for this guy, but we'll see him next week. Uh, Friends of the podcast update. There's a few things I want to say. Thank you to the Rageworks Podcast Network, rageworksnetwork.com. Go check them out for audio podcasts like ours. Sadabu C, the Swedish Denzel Washington. He won at PFL. He is going on to the finals. He's going to make his second million dollar win. So Ooh. congratulations to Sadabu. Uh, my friend who trains here in, uh, Toronto, Canada, his name is Noah Geraldo. Noah, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but if you do, hello, he, this is a young kid. He looks, and I'm okay. Hold on, Noah, put this part on mute. He looks very nerdy, Rain. Like he's, he's like a, he's like a young kid. I don't even know how old he is. Like he can't be much more than 18, even if he is thin glasses, looks like, you know, non-imposing right in a very nice way like he looks like he's a handsome kid right but he's a muay thai fighter he's going around kicking ass here in the local scene he's kicking ass all the time then he travels to thailand to go train Mm -hmm. and he's out there training you know upgrading his skills he's won i think three fights in thailand now wow like He's competing over there. He's kicking ass. It is crazy. So congratulations to Noah Geraldo. I do talk to him on Instagram a lot. He likes chocolate-covered gummy bears. So if anybody's watching, I wants to send him that. He trains at Stride Muay Thai. And we, used, we had his coach on this podcast before, Lanny Chan. So that's the tie-in there. But congratulations to Noah. Uh, very crazy. Very cool. And then last friend of the podcast update, Ringside Rain. You may have heard of her. <laughs> she is announcing... This Saturday at Up Next Fighting. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that.
1: Well, you better prepare.
0: September Uh, 2nd.
1: September 2nd, Up Next Fighting, you will be announcing.
0: Yes, I will be announcing this Saturday, September 2nd for Up Next Fighting UNF 11. Uh, Fight starts at 6 p.m. It's going to be at the Marriott Convention Center in Burbank, California. Uh, for more information, go to @upnextfighting on Instagram, or you can also go to my page at Ringside Rain on Instagram. Did
1: you just bust out that promo out of nowhere? Did you have that ready? Like, how did no, that I happen? Just,
0: yeah, that just is right now.
1: <laughs> A true professional, Rain. A true professional. <laughs> I didn't even say I was going to say this on 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 live. So uh...
0: I mean, that's like this is Rain, and then like this is Ringside Rain now promoting the next. <laughs> F-11. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh Up Next Fighting, you have to pay me now for that beautiful uh commercial that we just aired. So that's good. <laughs> that, I'll make some money off this. Uh Rain, how excited are you? You're back in oh, the ring.
0: You're I back in the cage. Excited. You know, every time Up Next Fighting posts anything that, you know, any um match, any fight that you know I have announced for them, it pumps me up. You know, it's, I cannot wait to be back inside the cage. And announce every single fighter from our card. I'm so pumped. Cannot wait.
1: Excellent. I'm very excited for it. Uh, Up Next Fighting, one of the best promotions in the world. You know, I'm, I'm going to say that. On, And I've never been there. But boy, oh boy, when I watch the cards, when I look at the fighters, when I look at all the promotion and stuff that they do, the from the branding to the, the, the effort that they put into the production. Top, top notch. Like... Very cool. So that, I'm, that's why I'm so happy that you're there. And so on Saturday, it's going to be a great night. I did reach out to my buddy, Slim Reaper, Ray Roland. He said he's going to be in attendance. So uh, mm-hmm. fans that are there, go get your autographs now from Rain and uh, Ray Roland.
0: I'll bring my purple pen.
1: Oh, very nice. Okay.
0: Purple Rain. just kidding.
1: <laughs> N- nice, nice. Uh, all right. So we're going to talk about really one kind of topic for the rest of the show, and it revolves around PFL. I was watching the Sadabu C fight, right, mm-hmm. and then they cut to this weird interview, and I just posted a clip of it on our Instagram Reels today. So go to at Fight Insight Podcast and go check it out. Uh, the guy, the one of the commentators, Sean O'Connell, he's interviewing Clarissa Shields, who's like a boxer who does some MMA with PFL. And then another girl, I want to say her name is Savannah. And I guess they fought in boxing once and Clarissa Shields beat her. And now they're talking about that. They're both signed to PFL and that Mm -hmm. they will fight. And the commentator says to Clarissa, Hey, so you're going to fight, you know? And she goes, yeah, I'd love to fight in MMA. It will be like Conor McGregor versus Mayweather. And O'Connell generally, literally looks into the camera and goes, like, he looks at the camera, like, he's like, is she crazy? Like, I, it is weird that she compares herself to that. Then he asks the girl Savannah, he's like, all right, cool. So you're going to be fighting for PFL. That's amazing. You know, uh, have you started training for MMA? And she's like, no. Nope. And he's like, when will you start training? She goes, mm, Tomorrow. tomorrow. Like, they're signing these people who have never even trained Rain. (sighs) Rain, I had one professional fighter reach out to me, very mad at my story, at my uh, reel. And she's like, I'm sick of this crap. And I'm like, what are you, what part of this are you mad at? And she goes, these girls that don't even train and they're getting signed to these promotions Based off their name, mind you, I don't know how many people know who that girl is. No offense. But it's kind of weird, right? Like PFL trying to sign all these like influencers slash like people from other sports. But I don't know that's what we really want to see because we want to see high skill level. Yeah. I, I much prefer to see high skill level than someone that I may know from another sport.
0: Yep, I agree.
1: For the most part.
0: You know, like, for me, um, there's time and place for everything. And I remember there was an episode where we talked about the uh, influencer fights, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like, you know, if you want an influencer, you know, type of fight, you know, influencers like fighting each other, whatever, you know, let's just put them in that card, you know, because people are going to watch it anyway. They're going to buy tickets. uh, You're going to make your money, whatever. But, like, uh, for something like PFL, I feel like we should leave it to, you know, fighters who really have worked hard to be in that kind of position, that level to fight inside that kind of cage. So yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's kind of unfair, you know, it's
1: weird. And, <laughs> and I was, and I was surprised that, you know, what one fighter specifically reached out to say, this is bull crap. Like, and I was, I was kind of happy that she did. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's, that's how I feel, but I'm not a professional fighter and I'm a guy. So I'm like, <laughs>
2: i don't really relate
1: to the either of these but but i feel it like i feel like people should be mad uh secondly the girl at the end they're like oh you know are you happy that pfl is 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 making this or whatever or whatever and then the girl savannah mind you who had who has never trained mma and is not she goes yeah you know pfl is really making it equitable for women and, and i'm glad that they are helping women's uh MMA become equitable and I'm like I don't even understand what that means because women are a major part of all MMA organizations at this point really um and and you know can main event pay-per-view cards can you know like they're all over the card they're not relegated to the bottom or anything so and the pay I'm pretty sure the pay is not like I don't think there's a men's pay and a women's pay
0: I hope not.
1: I mean, <laughs> Should I we investigate no that? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I really don't think so. I've never heard anything like that. Like that, I, And I feel like if that were a thing, the world would know, right? People mm-hmm. would be outspoken and they would say stuff like that. But like, you know, your top fighters are making the millions. I, I think Shevchenko, she murders one flyweight after another. And she was making like, I think, one point something million per fight. So, wow. you know, like... That's not, I'm sure that's pretty equitable to some of the dudes champions, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, do you think women's MMA is essentially equal to men's? Like women are on the cards anyways, right?
0: Um, women are on the cards, yes. But I don't think there's that many um, um, women's fights, I guess, in the card. But, like, I don't know if it has to be, like, okay, there's four, like, you know, four sets of guys fighting, there has to be four. Like, I don't even think it should be that way anyway. No. Um, I feel like it's being treated equally. Um,
1: Like, it's given the same amount of respect.
0: Yeah, respect and, like, spotlight. Yeah. Um, So, compared to, like, other sport, I feel like women in the MMA are actually lucky. For this yeah, that's
1: okay. what I'm saying okay, that's what I'm saying. I think of all the kind of athlete you could be, I feel like being a female MMA athlete is probably one of the best for women if that makes like maybe tennis I'm thinking like okay, women's tennis is pretty big. but if you think of like women basketball, nope, nobody cares. women's soccer uh, maybe, but not really, you know. Uh, the Women's World Cup just happened. I didn't see one person driving around with a flag like mm-hmm. they do during regular World Cup stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I feel like Women's MMA is way up there. I was looking online to try and figure out like how many women have headlined a UFC card, and I couldn't find anything up to date. But something I found, which was in two thousand seventeen, it showed like the last twelve or fifteen events that were headlined by women. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. I mean, how... well, now I'm looking at it. Most of them are. Ronda Rousey, but, uh, <laughs> but Joanna, again, Check headlined a card back in 2015, Rose Nemo Eunice versus Van Zandt in 2015, Joanna versus Claudia, uh, Gadea, Shevchenko versus home, Cyborg versus Landsberg. Like, and this is way back in 2013 to 16. So there are tons of things. I thought that was a weird comment, um, which is a little bit strange. Now, mind you, here's the big thing. PFL also announces, and this is so crazy, Rain. I I couldn't find a, a, a recording of this, okay? So I couldn't, I can't put it on screen. But they then show some sort of clip that goes, Oh, we're launching the PFL Debut. And I'm like, what? So they're launching the PFL Debut, which was PFL Women's. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I I start searching it online. There is not one article about it anywhere on the internet. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who cares about this at all, but I care because I think what they're doing is they're moving all the women to a different league in PFL. I don't understand what it is. I reached out to a female PFL athlete and I said, what the hell is PFLW? She said, I've never heard of this before. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Then I reached out, this is very funny, if, uh, if you know. Now, one of the commentators for PFL is former UFC fighter, Kenny Florian. And he is a announcer for PFL. I've talked with him a few times online. He runs a very, very good podcast himself uh, with uh, John Anik. And I said, hey, Kenny Florian, what is pflw i saw it on the podcast i saw it on the broadcast but what is it and his response pfl women's league i'm like thanks kenny i know that (laughs) (laughs) i want like what the hell is it you know i don't think anybody knows rain it is nowhere i can find no information about it but my question to you is do you think they are going to segregate the women out of PFL, put them on their own PFL debut cards, and have them like on separate nights and stuff like that.
0: Maybe you know. Remember that time when uh, WWE had the uh, the all women's pay per view, like Evolution. Yes. Movie? Yeah. So I don't know if that's like the idea here. We're in. They're gonna have like like one like whole carb, and it's just like. You know, all female fighters. Maybe that's the idea behind a PFLW. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've never really heard of it until you know you told me about it. So yes, and I um, and and
1: I and that's why I kind of wanted like your honest reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because here's the thing: one FC has a card coming up. I think at the end of September, which the four main fights on the poster are all women fights. Like, you can do that at any time. You mm. can have a card and just put a lot of women on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in today's age, if you're going to segregate out your women in the world we're living in today, speaking to what that girl just said about equitable and blah, 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 why would you want to be put on your own card? I really worry that that would, like, what if that gets low ratings or low numbers?
0: Yeah. And like, that's um,
1: really dangerous then.
0: Yeah. Cause, like, um, kind of. Going back to what we talked about earlier about, you know, women in the MMA uh, are getting like, you know, more of a spotlight compared to like women in other sports. Kind of like the example earlier with, um, you know, basket like women's basketball and soccer. It's like some people are not even like aware that, you know, this these are like these games are happening. Right. Yeah. Um, because for the most part, um, people are more aware of men's basketball, men's soccer, There's not much. Um, There's not much spotlight on women playing basketball or women playing soccer. Right. So I feel like in the MMA world, women get the spotlight because women get to share the same stage as the men. Exactly. And that is the beauty of, you know, mixed martial arts. We all get to share the same stage, Yeah. Uh, which I know in some sport, you know, it's probably kind of hard to have that, you know, kind of liberty. So I feel like in MMA, you know, something with like PFLW. And I feel like instead of doing that, why not? Hey, uh, like this upcoming PFL um, pay-per-view or this upcoming whatever MMA pay-per-view, we're going to have a women's card. That's, for example, like UFC to whatever. It's like all like women's card. Like, you know, like don't like kind of separate them, you know, as PFLW and then just like regular PFL. Cause I feel like, you know, we should all be like having like the same spotlight, same stage.
1: Yeah. The problem is that there are a lot of idiots that watch MMA. Like, If you go on, if you go on posts and stuff like that, right. Or if you're watching and like, if you're watching something and there's like a live, um, like a live chat, Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are horrible. Like people in the world in general are horrible, but you will often see a lot of like comments of like, I don't watch women's MMA. I don't like women's fights, blah, blah, blah. Right. So unfortunately there are still a lot of people that are like that. Mm -hmm, And I just mm -hmm. feel like if you move your organization, you take all the women out And you just want to move them into PFLW, whatever the hell that means. But to me, it sounds like you're saying they're not going to be in the PFL. They're going to be in the PFLW. I mean, it doesn't make sense otherwise. And then somehow you're going to run separate cars or something like that. Like, how profitable will that be? And, like, what's the point? Like, again, I just feel like it's a step back from quality and making everything better. And it only gives them an opportunity to say, you know what? geez louise these women fights aren't profitable for us people actually aren't tuning in the network tv realizes that they're not you know that they're not getting the viewers gone and then what you can't just feed them back into your card because then even your network would be like uh yo every woman card you want, every woman fight you have on here we don't want them we know people don't mm-hmm. tune in for that
0: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know it just seems really really strange
0: Well, hopefully, I guess you can't really find any information about it. Hopefully it doesn't really happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? So PFL debut, there's zero information. You think if they made a graphic for it because it was like PFL, it was like the same logo, and then it had like a uh, like a handwriting scripted debut next to it, like very, very feminine, you know? Right. And uh, but you can't see it anywhere. I can't find it anywhere. But I know I'm not crazy because I know Kenny Florian messaged back saying, oh, yeah, that's the women's league. Uh So, but nobody knows what it is. Now, Rain, I have come to my uh, conspiracy moment of the podcast. (laughs) And I'll show you why I think they're going to segregate the women out. Okay. Here's the PFL logo. Okay. All right. There is the PFL logo. It's the words PFL with a little crown on it. It's got the shield, right? Now next to it, I'm gonna put uh, the Bellator logo. Okay. There's the Bellator logo. Got it. Little B, little okay. circle, whatever. On the Bellator 300 poster, they have this weird-looking design on the poster for P- for Bellator 300, which people have hypothesized is the last Bellator card. Boom. Now, for those only on audio, Rain, can you see what I'm looking at here?
0: Yeah. I what can, am I? What I am can I? Shield? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like the bee is on the shield, right? Uh, yeah. I think that is clear <laughs> evidence that PFL has 100% bought Bellator now. What do you think?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's just like a graphic design. They're trying to be creative.
1: You, you think I'm insane, right?
0: I mean, I don't want to say it that way. Yeah. But...
1: What's your uh, legal, what's your professional <laughs> diagnosis, right? No, I'm t- are you crazy? Look, that is the shield. No,
0: I do see the shield. I do see that's, the shield.
1: That's um, the circle on top of the shield yeah i'm telling you <laughs> and i think what that I, we've we've talked we've had a few guests on lately that have kind of hinted that they think for sure pfl has bought bellator but no one said anything uh we had uh brian butler the mm-hmm. the owner of sucker punch entertainment he kind of alluded to it although he's like i'm not really sure we've had fighters kind of uh, i don't know i'm kind of sure i think that's the sign i think we heard that bellator 300 was going to be the last now you kind of merge their logos. I'm like, oh yeah, something's here. This PFL debut is the nail in the coffin Rain. I think what's going to happen is PFL can't absorb a whole other organization. Mm-hmm. You'd have way too many fighters. So I think what's going to happen is they're going to keep all their men, plus the Bellator men, mm-hmm. in something, whether it's PFL or maybe Bellator, I don't even know, and then leave the women all in the PFL debut, including the Bellator and PFL women.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, because they can't have any everyone like you know fighting in one card now. Can't. Too many fighters.
1: But yeah, because Rain, how could you? Ha- how are you going to have two roster full of people fighting at one event a week or one event every two? Like it just it, you, you wouldn't have enough spots to line up people.
0: Like I mean, it just doesn't it make makes- sense. They can do it WWE style where there's like Raw and SmackDown and like have two shows every week.
1: Sure, but how, but both <laughs> of these, both of these companies are going bankrupt, Rain. Like yeah. PFL, I don't know who watches this and I don't know who's paying for anything like, you know, whatever. And then Bellator obviously dying because that's why they got to sell out now to PFL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think you can afford to put two shows on because Bellator has already proven not to be sustainable, right? So how mm-hmm. could you just keep it afloat? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing.
0: Look, I need you to like save this clip, all that, you know, with the pictures and stuff. And if or when it happens, you need to like post it on our social media page.
1: Yeah, it's I'm telling you, if you don't think that those two logos obviously have merged into one there and what that means, I don't know. But I don't know. It makes me
0: there is a shield. What? There is a shield, like the one from the PFL logo.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's definite. Yeah. I'm telling you, things are weird. <laughs> but nobody knows. Like, that's what's the weird thing. Like, nobody, like, I, unless they're just saying, hey, I'm not going to tell stupid Timmy B, right? But, I, but it just really honestly seems like nobody really knows what's going on right? The details are also weird. And then now you announce this PFL debut, but have nothing about you think like, if you were marketing like something for a company, and you were going to release the name of something, you think you'd have like stuff ready to go.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you got to have like press releases ready, have that logo ready to then blast out and go, Hey, there it is. We showed you it. Here it is. There's nothing rain. I can't find it at all. Like, it's the weirdest thing.
0: Maybe there's just talks going on behind the scenes. And that's it. There's nothing official.
1: But they posted it during the broadcast. That's what's so weird. Anyways, it's <laughs> just very strange. I'm telling you, there's something weird going on. But I see that logo and I think, okay, that's something. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. PFLW, it's 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 I don't know. I have no idea.
0: What if PFLW is oh my way God. to distract you from like thinking the belt or and pfl are now working together
1: okay i'm just throwing it out there (laughs) literally something is posted right now rainer Uh today there's it's an article on sports kita i swear to god i was looking this up all weekend couldn't see anything there was some confusion as to what PFL debut was after it was mentioned on numerous occasions throughout the broadcast uh during the post-fight press conference the President says, uh, it's just the name of the women's division. It will not be a separate entity from the PFL.
0: Is someone listening to us right now?
1: Why would you do this, Rain? (laughs) Why would you create that? Why would, oh my God, this is even worse than everything I just said. What? You're not going to say UFCW.
0: No, that's weird.
1: What is the point of this? (laughs) That is so crazy. Okay, so it's not its own thing. I don't know. All right, I will read this later, but I'm very upset that uh, it's not what I thought because I thought, hey, at least if you're going to do it, go do it and, and try it and see what happens. But if you're just going to say that when this lady walks out, it's called, the, we're now the PFL debut. Change all the signs, Rain. Add the debut to the to the top of the marquee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then once that fight is happening the men come up, whoa, whoa, rip that debut back down. Yeah. That's so some nonsense. And I don't feel like women want to be considered in a different thing either like yeah we're all ufc fighters we're all pfl fighters we're all bellator fighters
0: yeah it's so, kind of like when the uh the divas the w divas want to be called superstars <laughs> right okay remember, remember that yeah because they used to be called wwe divas like the female wrestlers oh
1: right right, and then right. now they're
0: not called divas they're called wwe superstars too. that's
1: right yeah because you just want to fight for equality and like hey we're yeah. all the same you don't need to you don't need to call out that i'm a woman like it's obvious okay cool but we're all competing we're all whatever
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: very interesting rain i love how you always tie things back to your uh, wrestling (laughs) background i like it um all right so we're coming close to the end of the show rain what is the most exciting thing about your weekend coming up when you're announcing at the show what is the most exciting thing that you're looking forward to
0: Oh, God, I cannot wait to meet someone this coming weekend who's going to fight his first fight, like making his debut match. I'm always excited. I'm I'm excited about announcing the main event because that's like, you know, like extra special. But announcing someone for the first time ever for his or her very first fight, that to me is really, really special because I want that person to feel like, oh, my God this is my first fight. This is my moment. I hear my name and I want to make that moment really, really special for that person. So I'm excited to find out, um, if I'm going to be announcing someone who's going to be making his or her debut match.
1: Nice. Nice. That is cool. Now, do you do like the fighter meetings beforehand? Like how, how much do you get to talk to them beforehand? I know, I know the commentators normally will, so they can get some background story and stuff to talk during the broadcast. Are you a part of that at all? Or like, how do you,
0: how do you you meet um, them and stuff? Like, for the weigh-ins, basically, I make sure that I get to be at the weigh-ins events. Mostly because I want to meet the fighters. I want to know, okay, this name is, okay, okay, you're this person. Great. How do you pronounce this name? And, you know, they tell me who they are, and I repeat it back to them. It could be, like, Timmy B, and I would still repeat it back, right? Right. It's like, I want to make sure that when I announce their names, it's the correct pronunciation. They're happy with it. You know, sometimes they tell me, all right, this is my nickname, la, la, la. And I repeat it back to them. And I'd be like, do you want me to say, you know, Isaac, the Midwest Chapa, Bulgarian, or the Midwest Chapa, Isaac, la, la, la. So, yeah, you know, I I, I, I'd lo- I love meeting them during the weigh-ins and basically have that moment with them. That, hey, look, I'm your ring announcer. This is how I'm going to – how do you want me to say your name? And then some of them are very nice. They're like, well, just, you know, do whatever you want. And I said, no, 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 no. This is your moment. Yeah. Do you want me to say it this way, that way? And yeah, it's so to me, that's like part of my prep work, just being able to meet these fighters and kind of like, you know, letting them know that, hey, you know what? Um, I want to prepare on how to say your name. So don't worry. I'm not going to try to butcher your name out there. So yeah. don't worry about, uh oh, is she going to say it this way, that way? Like, you know, I want you to feel comfortable that, you know what, when you're walking out there, you're confident and you're going to hear your name and I'm going to say it the right way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I'm very excited for you. I think this is going to be such an exciting event. Uh, I'm glad that you're there. And uh, I'm going to send you some uh, fight and sight business cards so that as you announce their name, you just hand them the card. So they contact the card, us yeah. later. Yeah. just Yeah. Hey, you want to do a podcast later? Here you go. Here you go. Just hand out some cards for me. But no, I mean, we met Luscious Gordo as mm-hmm. a result of mm-hmm. your last one. Right. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure you'll meet some very cool people. And um, yeah, have a wonderful time, ring. I'm so excited for you. Have a wonderful time there meeting all the cool people, making some good connections and practicing your craft. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Most, every every single fight, every single time I get to dance, it's it's not just like, you know, me announcing someone's name it's like i take it as a rep every single fight is a rep for me so yeah so i'm very very thankful for the opportunity you know very very thankful for up next fighting yeah
1: awesome uh rain that's going to be the end of the podcast for the audio listeners it's going to end around here for the video listeners we'll put up some uh, things that they can click on to watch some of our other great episodes until then next week we will be back with again garrett arm field so we'll be uh, meeting another new ufc fighter who's fresh on the scene and rain i think that's it, yep, that's we it. To go? we're <laughs> yeah we're good
2: we're good yeah
1: all too. right well thank you rain good luck and all the best goodbye everybody see you thank next you, week man. bye